Welcome to the podcast of the Consortium for History of Science, Technology, and Medicine. I'm Bob Akashrafi. Today, we're going to hear about the work of Judith Kaplan, who is a fellow at the Consortium this year on a grant from the National Science Foundation. Judy, would you please tell us a little bit about your background and your project? My background is in disability studies and the history of science. Broadly speaking, I'm a cultural and intellectual historian of the human sciences. So I'm really interested in the sciences of human variation and diversity. My focus has been on the language sciences, and I take that to include philology, anthropological linguistics, and sort of linguistics proper. And the focus has been during the 19th and 20th centuries. Most of my work has engaged German-speaking and American researchers. The project is called Linguistics, Reconstructing the Discipline Through Universal Research. When I started my dissertation uh, several years ago now, there was really not much out there in mainstream or what sometimes we call professional history of science uh, with respect to the language sciences. So most of the literature that I consulted in order to get a sense of the lay of the land had been written by practicing linguists who did not have a lot of distance from their object of study. And this was really disorienting for me as a student because there were these really divergent glimpses of what the big picture might be. Um, Either it was about this really long intellectual tradition with roots in the philosophy of language, or it was a story with considerably shallower roots in specific methodological developments that took place in 19th century Germany. I guess I was more persuaded by the latter account, but I always worried about the consequences of that choice. So with this new project, which is called Linguistics, Reconstructing the Discipline Through Universal Research, I'm trying to finally find some independent footing. I hope the project will yield a way of thinking about the overall shape of the language sciences that will be useful to others who want to pursue specialized research questions in this important, but, you know, what I think is still a pretty underrepresented domain of the history of science. Historians of science and STS scholars are my primary audience. But I hope that linguists, practicing linguists, that is, students, and general audience will also find the project useful. Well, language is absolutely fundamental to specific and general ways of being human. So I think we should all be interested in what the quote-unquote experts have to say about it. Uh, This dovetails with lots of other debates about who should have the authority to study and manage human diversity. So concerns about genetic sampling and disability activism are just two examples that immediately leap to my mind here. I think the project will also address the efforts of those working to protect the vitality of endangered languages and their speakers through its emphasis on sort of ground up empirically derived language universals. In this connection, it may become a resource for policymaking initiatives around the preservation of linguistic diversity. The project's about two approaches to language universals, one empirical and bottom-up, the other logical and top-down, that took shape during the 1960s and 70s. The former is associated with the work of Joseph Greenberg, the latter with Noam Chomsky. And looking at these two schools or approaches, I want to foreground questions of disciplinarity. So that is to ask how epistemic objects, so in this case, language universals, uh, practices and research goals have been defined and communicated, uh, how professional norms have been expressed or enforced, how standards have been extended across time and space, and how public interest and authority has been won or lost. To put it differently, I want to know what the discipline of linguistics looks like when pieced together from the work of Greenberg and Chomsky, from the work that they both carried out 
and inspired on language universals. I think it's possible to operationalize theoretical questions about disciplinarity from there. So what professional training was assumed by each or by members of each school? How were proposals, evidence, and theories evaluated in each tradition and by whom? How was research communicated and how did these communications sustain or serve to isolate the two camps? And by what means and to what extent were junior researchers brought into the camp? And finally, what authority did linguistic expertise carry with publics around the world? Archival materials at the, at the American Philosophical Society, the Rockefeller Archive Center, the Smithsonian, and Yale have all been really important as insofar as they've informed the background to this study. But that said, MIT is the main member institution I plan to visit as a fellow. Being a linguist daughter has made it easy for me to access interlocutors for oral history projects and just to get leads about where I should be looking for things. People are pretty open to me, which has been really wonderful. I worry a little bit about how close I am to the research in a personal way as well. My mom pivoted from literary studies to linguistics in the early 80s when I was growing up. And for her, it was a profoundly feminist move. You know, she wanted to say, I am pursuing science, I'm a disembodied brain, and this is what I'm doing. And I think this is where some of my investment in the really most fundamental research question in all of everything that I do is, you know, about how the lines between the humanities and the sciences have been adjudicated. And I find that linguistics is a really good test case for sort of pushing on those boundaries, those metadisciplinary boundaries. And I realized that, you know, this comes from a lot of what she was saying when I was maybe six or seven years old. Thank you, Judy. That sounds fascinating. We look forward to hearing more about your work in due course. In the meantime, for more resources on this topic and others, please visit www.chstm.org. This has been a podcast from the Consortium for History of Science, Technology, and Medicine.